Hi there, I'm Maddie and welcome to Val Table Talk, uh, where we talk about business and law. Uh, today I am joined by none other than David. Hello. Hi, Would you Maddie. like to say your full name and so everyone knows who you are, what you do? Sure. My name's David Hodgkinson. I'm the Associate Head of Law Academic here and an Associate Professor in Law. So welcome to our first episode. It's called Your Route to the Legal Profession. Uh, we're going to unpick the topic of becoming a law professional since it's not as straightforward as you think. Now, firstly, what's the difference between a lawyer, barrister and solicitor? Uh, right. Well, barristers and solicitors, they are lawyers. It's not just barristers and solicitors. It could be like paralegals, legal executives. There's lots of different career paths that people can go into after a law degree, but we use the generic term, they are lawyers. Mm -hmm. um, a, I suppose if you want to say what's the difference between a solicitor and a barrister, really I'd use a medical law analogy. So a solicitor would be like a general practitioner. Mm -hmm. So you go to your doctor and, you, and that doctor can advise you on lots of different ailments. Mm -hmm. Same thing with a solicitor. You go to a solicitor and solicitors generally offer um, information and guidance and advice on lots of different areas. Clearly, some of them will specialise, and, and there are some solicitors' firms which specialise. But really, then, the barrister, with the, continuing the medical analogy, the barrister is like a consultant. Mm -hmm. So really, a barrister does specialise. I mean, not many barristers do more than one, possibly two areas. So you, so if it was a criminal law matter, for example, you'd have a barrister who generally only practises criminal law. So, um, but I think one thing is with career progression, um, lots of people, when they start the degree, you know, they've just got ideas about becoming one or the other. And it's when they're doing their degree that they then develop uh, more of an interest. Um, there are more differences. I can perhaps just help you with for a moment. Yeah, I'd love to hear okay. that. Okay. Um, the thing with, with barristers, really, that's somebody who likes an audience, okay? Somebody who uh, wants to persuade, because that's really what barristers do, they advocate. Mm. So it's somebody who can talk, communicate, uh, get up in front of people and uh, uh, win, uh, win a case, they're brief mm. to win. Same with solicitors, but perhaps solicitors don't necessarily have such of a, a public-facing uh, role. Solicitors probably do more paper-based and more office-based office work. Mm. There's a, there's a middle there's a middle ground though you see because the, the question with the difference of a barrister and a solicitor, um, some solicitors want to advocate so they do become what's called a solicitor advocate. Mm -hmm. So this is a solicitor who rather than just do the paperwork side of things, the paper based work, they also go into court. Mm. Um, and lot and it, it, the question actually is 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 multifaceted because it also depends on the type of practice. Uh, so, for example, take magistrates' court work, mm -hmm. which which is the uh, I, I won't say low level, but the lower tiers in the court structure. Um, mad, uh, solicitors may well advocate there, but not in Crown Court. Mm -hmm. So, I think that my response to your question is: um, barristers specialise, solicitors more general, but they can specialise. Mm -hmm. Lawyers is a generic term for them both. No, okay. We learn something new every day. Yeah, hopefully, <laughs> especially if you come to De Montfort University. Yes, definitely. So let's start with the undergrad degree. Uh, how how do you choose the right the right one? Um, well, I think the view is really it's about initially keeping uh, one's interests and options open, mm -hmm. and I think especially nowadays, there's a lot of pressure 
on uh, youth, shall we say, mm. to decide, you know, in this world where they're going to go and what they're going to do. Mm. Uh, so it might be that they are interested in law, uh, maybe from, I don't know, watching Prime Minister's Question Times or something like that, or or any kind of uh, reading things, maybe in the papers, etc. Um, but then, of course, there may be other areas they want to look at. So, for example, perhaps they're interested in uh, dentistry, shall we use. I raise dentistry because it's like being at the dentist a bit <laughs> with, with all this here. But, so they, and, and what they do is then, so they might think, well, I don't know, I want to be a dentist or be a lawyer. I would say the thing with law is it's portable. So, for example, if one studies dentistry, then they're going to be a dentist, okay, or, mm -hmm. or may go into teaching dentistry or something, whatever. But the thing with being a lawyer is it's portable. So I think it's good. If, if people aren't quite sure what they want to do, what they can look at, they can look at doing law because then it's going to open so many doors for them. Mm. I mean, quite often people think, well, I'm going to do law to become a solicitor or, or a barrister. And that's great, you know, and, and indeed that's something which is open to them. But also law is portable, you know, it gives you the skills, it gives you, it empowers you to think and you can uh, run a company, for example. Or let, let's say you just want to go and sell ice creams on the beach somewhere. Well, law is still going to be necessary. It's mm. going to you know, get you thinking, critical thinking, able to run your own business and deal with matters. So, David, I'm a student looking to maybe apply here. What does the undergrad law degree at DMU offer? It's a great question, Maddie. The reason why you should come here is because we're offering what's called Education 2030. Mm -hmm. What this means is that you're able to do your law degree with us and then during part of that law degree, be able to choose a particular route or pathway. So it means that you'll come to us and you'll do the core subjects in a common first year. So, for example, you'll do the subjects which all law students would do in a law degree, such as contract, criminal law, um, the law of tort, land law, etc. But then the beauty of our system is that you'll be able to choose your pathway, which means that you'll have specialist modules. So you have a choice of pathway. We offer up to six pathways. Now, those pathways range across all the different types or the topics that you might wish to study. So, for example, you could do a business law pathway or a criminal justice pathway or international business law, for example, or sustainability, human rights. Mm. Um, you could do a socio-legal studies pathway or a common law pathway. Now, in doing those pathways, you will, within those, do particular modules, and those modules will support the, the context or support the nature of the, the pathway which you're on. So, by way of example, if you take the business law pathway, you would study, for example, commercial law, consumer law, mm. specialist subjects, so that you'll become uh, advanced. So, rather than just having... Um, shall we say, shallow learning, you'll have a deep understanding and uh, uh, you'll understand not only the nature of the topic, but also you'll understand how to challenge it, how mm. to look at the policies within it. So if it's about going on to further study, it will uh, empower you to go on to do a master's, for example, and mm. take your specialist uh, area, this pathway that you, you choose. Uh, you can start to research and, and question it even more. Or if you want to go on to, say, practice law, become a, a solicitor or a barrister or something, you'll be able to take this particular pathway and you, you'll go to the interview and they'll say, well, look, why do you want to 
uh, be a human rights lawyer and you can say because I've taken the human rights and social justice pathway and I have specialised in that particular area. I, I think the thing to do, if anybody's listening and they, they're really interested in, in coming to De Montfort, which, which is a great idea, and I'm not mm. just saying that because I work for them. I mean, look, you've got to admit, the student support here is fantastic. Oh, it's amazing. I've never known anything like it. Yeah. The, 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 you know, the homogenous approach that we have to it and the care, not only profes professional care that's shown for everybody, mm. is second to none. You know, so... The, 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 for me, it's 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 about the student life. I think mm. you know. So it gets us right back to what we're talking about. You know, what, <laughs> yeah. what, what are you going to do, law, law or dentistry? But it's about student life, isn't it? It's about the three years of being here, maybe more if you go into the masters. So it's about that that whole inclusion, that, that inclusivity, and that idea that not only are you going to come out with a great degree, but you're going to come out dare I say it, a better person? Possibly. Do you see what I mean? In context, <laughs> when I say better, <laughs> don't I mean, anybody write in and say, what does he mean by better? You know. I mean, speaking as someone who chose to come to DMU, I mean, I came from a really rural background, you know, fish out of water. You know, I came to DMU and I was a little bit nervous, but for, I mean, it's four years now. It's such a great place, not just the city, the university, the people here, you know, the staff. Mm definitely the support as i said with the teachers yeah, as absolutely. talking is also a dyslexic person as well right um the disabled support here is amazing yes. um you know we have access to special needs teachers who yeah. help you write out your essay yeah. make you understand it a bit better but then at the same time the lecturers are doing that too yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely and with us as well i've been talking about facilities actually like we talked about the law library etc et um but our personal tutor system a mm. personal tutor system as well. It's fantastic. You know. yeah, yeah, it is. Um, I just meant. I just thought actually, because um, of different learning styles. So having talked about the the library, mm -hmm. a lot of students like to use books, but a lot of it's online now. So we have we have what we call uh, law trove. Well, so we provide all in the law area all the Oxford University Press books. So uh, they so if students come to us, they have access to over 121 textbooks. I do all criminal law, and there are, I have 18 criminal law books in my DMU law trove. So students can just access that online. Mm. So again, it's all about uh, you know I, I've grown up with it. Like I said, 23 years. It used to be you know we'd have an acetate. <laughs> students would come in. I'd do it all. And that'd be it. And they'd all say, yes, thanks very much. And we've learned it. And then right now have an essay at the end of the year, uh, mm. an exam at the end of the year. Now, clearly, I, you know, we've all learned the different ways, the different styles and the different, and you raised dyslexia. So clearly you have different uh, methods that you mm. employ to learn, as it were. And so I think that's one, gr another great thing about, about De Montfort is that there are all these different um, methods available yeah. and and that we care about them and you know and i think um it, it, not to kind of go on too much about this really but mm. my view of my colleagues is that we all care and now here's the thing it's not a question of like we just teach because i mean i think i don't actually i never refer to myself as a teacher or lecturer i never use it to be honest like at the, at the, at the beginning when i said associate professor i never really i don't class myself as I, I don't use that terminology for me i think i facilitate your learning mm. as it were you know I, it's, I mean i know what i think about it i i you know i've got my degree i've learned about the law but that's what i think about it mm. i i try I, and we all do we try to get students to say well look you know here is uh what we think about the law but now what do you think mm. you know because it doesn't matter what they say actually as long as they support it with authority 
you know, and, and, and come the day, uh, you know, I love it when a student says to me, Hodgie, I mean, folks call me Hodgie, because <laughs> my surname Hodgkin, say, Hodgie, you're wrong, all right? And this is why you're wrong. You know, that's it. I know I've done my job then. Uh, we'll move on to our next question. Uh, what what do you do after your undergrad degree if you want to be a solicitor? Right, okay. Now, that's a great question. And the reason why it's a great, great question, and certainly quite timely, is because things are changing. What used to happen is that uh, somebody would do their undergraduate law degree, and then they would take what's called the legal practice course, the mm -hmm. LPC. Okay, and that course would be generally a year, a year long, full time, two years part time, and then they would go on and have to get what's called a training contract. So they get a training contract with a solicitor's firm, um, and a, a bit like an apprenticeship, you know. So they'd have the um, substantive part of it from learning from the legal practice course about uh, about the law, etc. But the actual what the solicitor does, then they'd have to do a two-year course after that. Now things have changed because the solicitor's regulation authority uh, has changed the, the 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 platform for becoming a solicitor now. And what we have is we have what's called the SQE, the Solicitor's Qualifying Exams. Mm. And this new SQE course is a cutting-edge course where people do their degree and then they go forward to still learn the same areas, similar to the LPC, but the method of examination and the method of like contemporary and current knowledge. Mm -hmm. and, and I think the way that students convey knowledge, um, because there's been a lot of thought about you know, whether we necessarily want people to um, just do uh, academic stages and, and these vocational stages and then regurgitate answers. Mm. The beauty of this SQE is that you also do it whilst you're wor working. So you can get a, a so uh, students can now get a job, say, with what's called a a qualifying provider. So maybe a paralegal, and it can be in anything. So, for example, a wide range of uh, legal uh, um, circumstances and situations. So no longer do they have to work purely and simply in a solicitor's practice. They could say work, for example, in the legal department of any major company, mm. as it were, or any company really, as long as that that's classed as qualifying. You know, that the, the SRA. I mean, really. If somebody's interested in becoming a solicitor, they should look at the SRA, the Solicitor's Regulation Authority. Mm. They Google that, and, and then they'll be able to find the details about how you do it through the SQE route. Um, I should also say there's another great website called the Law Gazette. Mm -hmm. I think it's free. If they Google the Law Gazette, it's great. I take it every day. So much information on there. And to, is it a magazine on website? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. It's a yeah. magazine for solicitors. Uh, and but it's free it's open access for everybody so it's great so you know when, when I speak to new applicants who are coming or certainly their parents and guardians if they if they indicate they want to be a solicitor I always recommend mm. the Law Gazette so I mean to put it in a nutshell how do you become a solicitor well you do your law degree and then you could do the LPC, but that's going, it's being phased out. Mm. We're, we're ahead of the curve here, we're cutting edge at De Montfort. We do the LLM SQE. So a student can come to us, do their degree, and do the SQE course, and then they'll take their exams at the end of that. Mm. That's with a different provider. I mean, there's a lot of regulatory requirements in it. They don't do their actual SQE exams with us. They do that with, some, with somebody else through the, S, through the SRA. Mm. Um, 
and uh, like I say, find the qualifying work experience and then they become a solicitor that way. Mm. Very fascinating. Um, so we'll move on to the next question. So what are the benefits of doing an LLM course in a specific yeah. area of law? Do you know what? The, 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 it's exponential. I can't, the, the benefits are just amazing. Yeah. Matter of fact, it brings the hairs up on the back of my neck. First of all, just do the law degree, mm. you know? Do the law degree because it's just going to bring so much thinking. Uh, and, 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 you know, strange thing, as a, as a lecturer here, um, I can see the change. So somebody comes in the first year and it's great. You know, they're focused, they're learning. You know, we've got great s systems here, especially, you know, sp all places are going to say that, you know, they offer different things. But here at De Montfort, we've got a dedicated law library on two floors of mm. our dedicated building there. Uh, the business and law, our faculty, our building called the Hugh Aston. It's fantastic. We have an advocacy suite, and what we do in the advocacy suite, we can, you know, train, do that functional training. Mm. So we have a mock courtroom set up. We've got a full a size court uh, in. Uh, we have a different. That's in a different building, but a full a size court with a jury. Jury. Uh, I didn't even area. know. I mean, I've been here for like four years. I should yeah. know about this. Yeah, <laughs> we've, we've got the cells. Well, it's actually an actual full size court. Yeah, it's over in uh, Castle Business School across there. Oh, the Castle, yeah. The Castle Building, yeah, yeah there. And, you know, with the witness box and the, the, the judge's bench, everything. And public gallery, there's a whole lot. So it's about learning by doing. So we can immerse students. Also, that we mustn't forget, of course, it's not just about this function. The empowerment comes from the academic side of things. Mm. You know, just finding out about those areas of law, finding out about equity, commercial law, consumer law, etc., yeah, uh, to be honest, so many different areas, contract, public law. I mean, mm. I, the li I, I won't list them, quite boring, <laughs> but, you know, just those different things that come to the students. And then, again, the, the thing with an LLM, the that's the master's level. So we've mm -hmm. got what, the bachelor's level. It's a mm -hmm. bachelor of law, right? The LLB, that's a bachelor of law. Then you go on to do the LLM, a master of law. Mm. And that, again, it's like, it, so it's like taking forward, taking forward the areas that you really enjoyed on your law degree and you think to yourself right I want to become a master I want to really find out more about that and mm. I want to research I mean we so we, we teach really the 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 main areas but we teach students to challenge policy mm. and that's what this is about you know that it, it, there's no point just taking in the the principles and regurgitating them in an exam yeah you're going to pass but really we want to, to import the, impart the understanding it's about challenging policy mm. because again I said earlier on about me getting older and that's what it is we're all moving along the bus we're all moving along that timeline so we have the new applicants come in and they're going to change the world this is the point this they're going to learn they're going to challenge policies as I say they're going to learn what's wrong with the law mm. okay I think we can we any of us can just open the papers and just think about what's happening in the world yeah uh, it's not new you know I mean I know you know you can look at the world now and think you know so I mean you'll know yourself with media I suppose yeah. it's just because of communication it's because it's opened up to us that we can yeah. we can see I mean, there's many problems with the internet as we both know yeah but you know having been able to sort of what's the word um not attack it but question it yeah. and being able to have that open discussion especially with law law needs so obviously needs to change or it you know doesn't there's yeah. aspects of it that constantly thriving and yeah. the fact these new applicants are going to be doing that yeah, it's absolutely. incredible 
I think we've covered all our questions. Um, would there anything else you'd like to say to our audience? Uh, well, this this is for people who are thinking about doing law, isn't it? Mm. I'd suggest go to, come to one of our open days. That's They're the first fantastic. thing. Yeah. Mind. You know, have a look round. Um, I think also, look, if we've got cards on the table, it's about going where you're happiest. Mm. I think if, if somebody is happy, then they're going to do well. So I think the final thing I'd like to say is that that's here at De Montfort, it, I think everyone is happy. Mm. I've never had, honestly, I've never had since I've been here a student that's come into my office and actually said, you know what, I, I, I'm just not happy. I just wish I hadn't done it. Mm. I just, it, I don't experience that. So I think the final thing I would say is go where you're happiest, but I bet that's De Montfort. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, yeah, I think we're done. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you.